The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Steven Serta. Chiefs are back on the practice field on Wednesday. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, running back Daryl Williams, and defensive tackle Derek Nottie. We'll get things going with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. Then we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll hear from Daryl Williams and Derek Nottie. Here's Andy Reid. As far as injuries go, um, Hitch um, won't practice today. He's got... Um, knee inflammation, uh, Traverius Ward with a quad strain, Blake Bell, his back uh, locked up on him there, tightened up on him, so he, he won't practice. Tyreek Hill um, has a quad contusion uh, that happened during the game, and <clears throat> he played through it, but he had a little swelling in there, so we'll back off of him. And then Chris Jones with the wrist contusion, and then uh, Joe Tooney with the uh, broken hand. So um, it seems like a long, long list, but uh, I, I think when it's all said and done, we'll we'll be able to get guys back here in the next uh, in the next little bit, but um, which is a which is a positive thing. So um, I, I'm sure I'm going to be asked uh, by somebody about uh, John Gruden's situation. I'm not going to get into uh, that. I think all around it's it's a you know it's a tough tough deal. So. But I'm going to just stay away from that. I just appreciate the courtesy likewise. So um, there's nothing going to be gained or uh, by me uh, with my remarks. So anyways, with that, uh, time's yours. <clears throat> what, uh, what factors are important to you when considering that change in the depth chart? Yeah, so listen, we look at that. <clears throat> I mentioned this before, that we, we look at it every – Every week, um, I mean, these guys are evaluated every day, and so um, we know the good, we know the bad, right? And so there's got to be a trust there that we're we're trying to do the right things. But um, I know there's always questions. So, uh, but we do look at it thoroughly. I mean, that's the best I can tell you. Um, and it's there are a lot of things that go into that, but that's and then we make a final decision. On it. Andy, when you look back at Sunday, uh, have, you, have you learned anything more or any different realizations about what, what was maybe not quite clicking in the passing game the way you're used to seeing it? Yeah, so, well, I mean, I, I keep going back to the turnover part. <clears throat> you know, the turnovers are are something that, um, you know, we've got to take care of. I mean, 
we're we're doing a phenomenal job per per series of scoring. Uh, you know, one of the best in the history of the game. But you, you turn you turn the ball over, you got a problem. You know, I mean, it's that's the reality of it. You can put all the yards together you want. You can put almost 90 plays together. You can do all that stuff. But we turn the ball over. It's an issue. So we've done that in really three games, two where we've had four, and then the one with the two. So um, those were the games we lost. I mean, it's that part becomes very obvious. Um, all those games we had production. You know, there were a lot of good things, but those things, you know, we just got to put those to an end and and get those taken care of. And everybody's got a piece of the pie, so we've got. I'll, and I'm taking the blame. I mean, I'm in charge of it, so I'm taking the blame, and uh, we've got to make sure we fix that. In general, when you see, uh, <coughs> I guess it was 33 completions, 21 incompletions. Do you, do you feel like it's a equal parts? Patrick a little off. Uh, people not being where they should be, defense changing reads. Yeah, it could be some of that, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, but he still had, he had enough completions to, or we should, you know, we should win the game without the, you know, without the um, turnovers. You know, I mean, we still had a chance there uh, going into it. Probably not right now. No. Uh, you know, he just did the walkthrough with us, and so <clears throat> I think it's just, you know, we give him a little time here for that thing settle down, and then, you know, I think we'll have a chance to be okay, you know. Coach, specific to Chris Jones, I know last week you wanted to give him a rest period. What's your concern level with him right now? Well, where he feels comfortable, where he can play, you know. I mean, that's literally it, so, um, you know, when he feels, when he feels that, and that he can do his job. I mean, then he'll be back in. But he's getting better, though. So that's that's a plus. <clears throat> Coach, I know you had a chance to possibly see Washington on film uh, over the last few weeks. What, what what do you see defensively that may give your uh, you know give you hope that your offense can pick things up going into this uh, next game? Yeah. So, um, like I said, it was turnovers. Um, the, the production's there. It's the turnovers that we got to take care of. I don't want to lose track of that. Um, but I tell you, you got to take care of that front. Uh, that's where it starts, and uh, they're they're a productive group, uh, talented, play hard. You know, so it's a great challenge for us. Andy, how do you perceive the, the finds out? How do you perceive the, the running back situation shaking out? Yeah, well, we're you know we've got thirty-one and one. I mean, they're they're good players, so you know, and um, we can put Gore up too. Uh, he was productive during. Um, the preseason, um, so we, we have the possibility of doing that, but we have trust in the other two guys. You know, they've, they've particularly Daryl. I mean, he's been productive since uh, for a number of years here. So, yeah. Coach, I ask you about Willie Gay on Saturday. He made a post about his mental health being messed up. He played on Sunday. In your experience, what do you say to a guy that makes it? Yeah, well, I'm proud of him for for mentioning it. You know, a lot of people don't mention it, which is, I think, a great tribute to the kid of bringing it forward. Um, you know, we've got Dr. T here, and he's, um, you know, which we're glad we have, and <clears throat> and so he um, he's able to talk to him and and address the problem. I mean, what I think that's a beautiful thing. You know, so many people keep this hidden, and then disastrous things happen. And um, I'm just glad he he came forward with. It. Is that part of, uh, I'm guessing, the, the calculus and just determining before he, he could play is having a conversation with him about 
Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we stay in touch with him, but yeah, for sure. Make sure he's okay. Yeah, yeah. We try not to let any of that stuff slide the best way we can, you know, so, yeah. A couple more. Go ahead, Pete. Yeah. Coach, you got uh, Josh Gordon involved for 10% plays. How did he feel? How did he respond to that? Optimistic it can increase? Yeah, you know what? He did good. I mean, if we hadn't gone into the hurry-up mode, he would have had more, I, you know. I was thinking somewhere 20 plays, you know, to get him in, and he got nine. Um, but we also jumped into the hurry up, you know, late in the third quarter. So cut him off of some plays there. But, um, you know, I, I I like the progress he's making. Last one, kids. Coach, do you feel like there's been um, issues with how you guys are practicing in the week, or is it more so just execution out there on the field? Do you plan on switching things up at all during practice? Yeah, so I think we need to get better in all spots. Yeah, I think, like I said, everybody's got a piece of this. So, um, you know, we, we can do better with the practice. We can do better and have a carryover in the play time. I'm sorry, last one. <clears throat> First six weeks of this season, I think it's almost like 50%. You faced Harbaugh, you faced McDermott this week, Rivera. How much pride do you take looking across that line of scrimmage and you see your former assistants? Yeah, I'm proud of him. I don't like getting beat by him, but I'm proud of him. I mean, you know. <laughs> You know, bothers me. But uh, period. I mean, losing games, I'm not big on. But listen, they're they're good coaches. So, and Ron's the same way. Ron, you know, they're well coached. All right, thank you. <clears throat> talking about maybe looking at some things. How you go about doing business with regard to the turnovers? Mm -hmm. what, what does that mean? What, what what are you reviewing? What what changes for you if you're going to change that part of your game? Yeah, I think you. I think I think first off, you have to look at the coverages that you're facing, um, seeing the coverages, being able to recognize those things, and then kind of once you do that, you can slow things down. Um, then you're able to go out there and and make the right decision and not not take those chances, especially at certain points in the game. And so, uh, uh, just doing that, and, and then going back to my reads and trying to be true to those, and, and making sure my my footwork's right in the pocket, and I can just stay true to the reads. Andy suggested the other day that maybe everybody on offense is sort of feeling pressure with what's going on in defense to maybe score every time you get the ball, which I know you always try to do, but there necessarily hasn't been that urgency before. Is there anything to that, do you feel? Do you feel like any more urgency than normal because of what's going on on the defensive side of the ball? Not, not, not at all. I mean, for us, like you said, I mean, we try to score every single time we touch the football. Um, that's how it's been my entire career here. That's how it was. That's, that was kind of the precedent that was set before I even started here. Um, and, and that's kind of how I have my mindset going into every single game is that when we get an opportunity to go out there and, and have success and, and be successful, we have, to, we have to capitalize that. And that has nothing to do with whatever is happening on the other side of the ball. It's just our job as an offense on this team. Patrick, something else that you mentioned after the game was just the connection with receivers when maybe they have options after certain plays. Going back and watching the film these past few days, I mean, what, what's the process like to getting back on that same page on those plays? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's just you, you, you watch with those guys. You kind of recognize his coverages with those guys. You get a feel for what they're thinking. I mean, not not only was it times that they didn't do it, but there was times where I thought I was making the wrong read. Um, and so um, that, was, and then me not throwing it in the right position, um, I mean, that, that kind of leads to bad things. And so uh, that, that's just going to go back to us working at our fundamentals, uh, especially me kind of footwork in the pocket, staying true to, true to my reads, kind of like I said earlier, and, uh, and just, just being on the same page as those guys. We know you're a really simple question, but I, I, is the biggest complication with that just making sure that you guys are reading the same defense? Is that, is that the, what's, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a sense, I mean, we we face different coverages than uh, pretty much a lot of teams in the NFL. So you just got to be able to recognize those when you see them. Um, and we've been able to face it for a couple weeks now, where teams are kind of seeing what other teams are playing to us and doing some some of the similar things. And so, um, at the end of the day, it's all about execution. Uh, it's all about us being on the same page. It's about me making the throw and at the right time uh, in the right spot. Um, and so that's something I'll get keep getting better and better at, and uh, try to find ways to score more points. Difficult at all to make sure that like Tyreek seems sees it's the same coverage that you see it is. Or? Not necessarily. I mean, I think that's just relationships that we've built over time. I mean, uh, I think that's what makes this offense go is that we we know each other, we know what we're thinking, um, and we had a one game really where we were a little off on that, and so that's something that we'll have to continue to to, to get back on that same page and be who we are. That you guys are very good at it. You like the big play. How much of a challenge has it become to try to? play in that short to intermediate, maybe that 10 to 15 yard range? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that we worked on at the end of last year. Um, you started seeing defenses kind of play over the top and, and letting us kind of have the short the short gains. Um, so that's something that we've tried to get better and better at. And we've had good weeks this year at it. And then we've had weeks like last, this last week where we didn't do so well at it. So uh, um, it's just about, it's about execution. It's about taking what's there. It's about running the football. It's about throwing the short completions. And then when, once defenses have to come up, because we're, we're showing that we can do that, uh, we'll still be able to connect in those long plays. Okay, I know in the offseason you talked about DMR after it. Uh, and so with this offensive line, it, it seems as though you've gotten a little bit more time, and I know receivers haven't been able to get open. What challenges do you think going up against this front four, including the uh, Chase, you know, Chase uh, over in D.C., is, is going to fare for you all this weekend? Yeah, I mean, they're – I mean, their their offensive. I mean, their defensive line is is talented. Uh, we know that. Uh, I think everybody in this league knows that. I mean, they have great players all the way across that D line, and they have great players that come off the bench and play as well. And so, it'll be a great challenge for our offensive line. Uh, those guys have been playing well. They've been doing a great job. And so, we'll do whatever we can to the, to let me get the ball out of my hands fast, get it to some of the playmakers that I have around me, um, and let those guys make plays at the end of the day. I know you really don't try to you know run the ball as much as you did. Of course, you led the team in rushing uh, Saturday Sunday. Is that something that you just take in if, if the defense gives it to you, or? or? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of that that. I mean, the defenses are playing us a lot of they're playing some man coverages on some third downs, especially this last week with high safeties over the top, so we couldn't throw to Tyreek and stuff like that. Um, and so whenever they kind of opened up and I was able to run, I just went ahead and took it. Um, uh, it's something that I'm sure I'll have to do more this year as teams really concentrate on trying to stop our receivers and guys uh, catching the ball, and so. If I have to do that, I'll, I'll do it. And then if uh, hopefully we, I'll have more time where I can just throw to some of those fast guys and let them run down the field. We're about to chat with uh, Daryl. Um, obviously, Clyde's on, on injury reserve. What tells you that Daryl and then Jarek are, are ready to, to handle these duties in the back? Uh, I think it's just that they've done it before. I mean, you've seen these guys. Daryl, he stepped up in big, in big spots uh, his whole career here. Uh, filling in, running, running strong, running tough. And then if you watch uh, Jarek uh, McKinnon's career, I mean, he, he's he's been a guy that's made plays in a lot of different spots, and I've I've trusted he'll come in here and he'll and he'll make plays here as well. Guys, you got Josh out of the field for nine plays, and I know Coach said that you hoped you maybe get more and put guys that hurry up. What did you kind of see from Josh and and the one with catch that he had? What did you kind of see on that play and learn from that? Yeah, I mean, it just shows that he can make plays happen. I mean, that was kind of a broken play uh, where I was scrambling, scrambling out to the right, and he's such a big target, I can still see him. So I put it up there, having trust in him, and he went up and made a play. And I thought he did a lot of good things. Uh, I mean, he, he came up the ball hard. He, he ran he ran fast, did stuff. Uh, didn't have any missed assignments or anything like that. So uh, just, uh, just to continue to incorporate him in into this offense, I think it'll help everybody uh, a ton. With that, what do you think can be next for Josh? And, and are there certain things that you want to get to this week that can build on what he can do in this offense? Yeah, I think as he 
as he gets more accustomed to our offense and how we how we run it and how we do things, I think you'll see him get utilized more and more over time. Uh, I mean, his skill set is, is something that not a lot of people have uh, in this world. I mean, to be that big, that fast, that strong. Um, so I think as you get more comfortable, you see this with receivers all the time, and they start really trusting what they're doing is the right thing. In that offense, you'll see him make more and more plays. Patrick, to Adam's point earlier, when you look at reevaluating yourself, is there much that you really have to change? I mean, you've been successful thus far in your career. Is there a lot that you have to change, or is there just like one certain thing? Yeah, I think you just tinker with things here and there. I mean, you don't want to lose yourself. You don't want to lose the things that you've done uh, uh, so well so long. Um, but at the same time, i got to make sure that I'm firm with my fundamentals. I make sure that I stay within the pocket. And the same thing every year when you kind of see me get a little off. you got to go back to the basics and make sure I, pr- I perfect those things. Um, and then I think uh, everything else will kind of come along with it. I know the, the turnovers are such a focus that this is probably difficult to do. But if you take that out of the equation, do you feel like you guys are, are performing pretty well as an offense? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, we're moving the ball uh, and moving the ball down the field at a, at, a, at a high rate. I mean, we're doing stuff, we're executing, we're not having a lot of three and outs and stuff like that. Um, so that's what you want to do as an offense. But, I mean, once you make turnovers, uh, uh, once you have turnovers happen, it kind of ruins everything. It, it kind of t- takes that great offense that we can be and just really just knocks it down to a very average one. Um, and so if, if we can really cut out those turnovers over this season, and we kind of have to now. Um, I think we could be a, a really, really good offense and a great one, hopefully. Well, you got Josh, five full games behind the new offensive line. How do you feel like that has all gelled together? How do you feel like the communication is going with the tackles and where you're at now as opposed to you know, after week one? Yeah, I think they're doing a great job. I mean, uh, I think they're, they're really communicating well. They're, they're doing a lot of great things. Obviously, this last game, we kind of got out of running the ball uh, as we kind of had a few turnovers here and there. Um, so we, we got to keep incorporating that. I mean, they're so good at run blocking. They're so good at doing those things. I think if we do that uh, with the guys that we have, it'll really even open up the pass game even more. Thanks, Patrick. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. just heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Now we'll hear from running back Daryl Williams as well as defensive tackle Derek Nottie. Oh, that would mean a lot to me, you know, because I worked my whole life to be a starter in the league and... You know, I finally get this chance. I finally get this opportunity, and I just got to make the most of it. What would you say so far has been the biggest factor in helping you stick around this long, get a, a larger and larger role with this team, and now have this opportunity? Uh, just continue to be myself, uh, be consistent. Um, you know, come up, come here each and every day, work, willing to work and putting in the work, and it's paying off for me. Well, Eric Bieniemy always talk about the coach could back us to be starters. What advice, if any, have you given you to drop? Andy. No, uh, I'm sorry, Eric Bieniemy. Oh, Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, just like I said, just keep being consistent. Um, you know, just keep doing what I'm doing, and um, just when I get that opportunity, just seize the moment. Does any preparation have to change when you expect to get the ball more? No, no, no preparation change at all. Cause um, you know, Greg Lewis, he coaches all the running backs to, you know, we, cause we never know when we could be a starter. Just like just now, um, you know, he prepared each and every one to be a starter, even. Uh, even if you're on practice squad, because you never know what could happen. Anything could happen in football. 
What are some of the things you've been able to take away from G. Lou with him now coaching the running backs? Like I said, um, just learning all like technical routes and um, just learning from him. You know, it's helping my my game in a in a um, in a receiving area, and uh, you know, I just got to build for that and implement that in my game and get better from it. Have you had a chance to be in touch with Clyde, or is he reached out to you? Oh yeah, I talk to Clyde every day. Oh, my guy, uh, he doing he doing good. He getting better, and uh, you know, prayers up for my guy. And you guys have obviously a really good relationship. It, it, does it mean a lot to you to have his encouragement? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, Darrell, you've got a lot of experience in this league over the last several years. Where do you feel like you've gotten better over the years? Uh, like I said, just just being consistent and um, you know, finding holes and just hitting it and accelerating through and um. You know, not not shying away from nothing and just leaving everything on the field. Yeah, as far as this team goes, I mean, you're the, the guy who's been here the longest in that running back group. You know, how important is that role for you? I mean, just, you know, what have you been telling the other guys as far as helping them along in, in Casey? Oh, uh, you know, pretty much just, you know, if a guy have a question or anything, you know, I'm there and, you know, willing to help them with whatever they need. And I'm pretty much, they like, they like I'm like the coach in the room, so... You know, if they if they got a question, they they willing to ask because they know I got the answer for it. What do you think worked well for you against the Eagles? Because everybody knows Clyde had a big day that day, but mm -hmm. you actually provided that two one punch. I think the team was hoping for. What, just what worked for you against the Eagles? Uh, you know, just seeing the holes and and hitting it, and um, like I said, not leaving nothing back and leaving every, everything on the field, and you know, just trusting myself, trusting the guys in front of me. You know, the line did a good job, wide receivers did a good job, and. Um, just trusting the process. And just. Darryl, is there a part of your game that you feel is a particular strength, whether it's short yardage, third down, whatever it might be? Uh, personally, I feel like I, I could do anything. Um, short yardage, uh, you know, catching out the backfield, whatever. I think, you know, I'm all around back. Darryl, understanding that um, this is business as usual for you, you're going to keep an even head. How excited is, like, your family and friends for what should be this opportunity of at least the next three weeks to, to be the lead guy here? Oh, uh, yeah, very, very, very excited. Um, you know, this probably this is gonna be my first time really starting in the, in the league for real, for real. And um, you know, just with this opportunity, I just got to make the most of it. And um, you know, just it's something big for for my mom, my dad, because you know, the day I, you know, for the uh, drafting uh, thing, I ain't get drafted, and just the the look in my my parents' eyes, watching my mom cry. Uh, you know, that mean that meant that meant something special to me, cause it's like. <laughs> And I never seen my mama cry, and then just having that moment and not getting drafted, and she really was crying. You know, I kind of took that to heart, and you know, now I get this opportunity. I just got to make the most of it, just for her. Did you still know in that moment that you were, you still wanted to do this? You were still going to pursue this? Like you had no doubts or no, no doubt at all. Never had one doubt in my mind. Is that what pushed you as far as seeing your mom in that position and not being drafted? I mean, yeah, most of it, but you know, I still wanted to play in the league. That's always been my goal, and. Uh, that just was an extra push to help me get to where I want to go. Will they be in D.C. for the game? No, they won't. They won't. Yeah, what would you say has been your best game in your career? My best game? It's mm. a good question because every every game, like I I played a lot. And I didn't, I didn't really have some good games. So. I, I don't know which one. Really, my best, but yeah, I'm still. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't really. As I said, that was a good game. We played the Bills. We played the Browns. I mean, I had a couple of good games, so I can't really pinpoint one game.
Thank you. Thank you. Seemed like you had your best outing on Sunday individually. How much did the hit bother you early in the season, and do you feel like you're past that now? Um, it was bothering me. I would say about it was bothering me a lot uh, in the beginning of the season, um, but. As I know myself, I just got to make sure I'm staying healthy, still working out, trying to get it nice and loose. Um, uh, knowing me, I'm going to get it right, just keep working, keep improving it, and I should be fine as the year goes by. Eric, you've been here for a couple of years now. This has been a tough go at the beginning here. What's the mentality of the room, and, and what does it have to be to kind of turn things around here? At the end of the day, we just got to do our job, and we got to do it well. There are some critiques. There are some things we got to work on, but that's why we have practice. How tough has it been just managing, you know, with all the injuries, you know, you've been hurt, Chris, Frank, I mean, you've had a been changing lineup. How difficult has it been, you know, coming to play without really the guys that you were expected to go with back in hand? I mean, at the end of the day, uh, the NFL and the NFL, there's going to be some injuries here and there. There's going to be some bumps and bruises. At the end of the day, there's always the next man up mentality. So no matter who's on that line, that whoever's on that line has to be ready to go no matter what the circumstances. Derek, looking at the football team, like a run to football, Antonio Gibson, Jenny McKissick, your thoughts on facing these guys and stopping the run this week? Oh, there's some speed, they some speed monsters, that's for sure. At the end of the day, we gotta be dis- we gotta be disciplined in our gap, uh, play solid technique, and we should be sound. We should be sound. Whenever Spags has talked about the defense a little bit, he's mostly talked about specific execution. I mean, it's been on both sides of the ball, I guess. What does that mean for you guys to to work on improving the execution on an in-game basis? What do you do during the week to, to hone in on stuff like that? Uh, there's a saying, there's a quote in our D-line room. Uh, it says, practice execution becomes game reality. So we just got, when we go to practice, we got to practice while we're playing the game. It just, like you said, execution is something we need to work on. That's why we have practice. We got to keep working at it. We got to execute. We got to go balls to the wall, going 110%. We just got to keep working. Derek, I know you guys were excited about bringing on Jaron this year. Um, even though the start has not gone the way maybe he would have liked, what can you and some of the other guys on the defensive line sort of tell him or encourage him, uh, obviously, in his first year with you guys? Uh, honestly, like I said, the young, it's an early season. Nothing is ever perfect at the beginning. It's just all about fine-tuning. Keep, you just got to keep working. Like at the end of the day, it's never going to be perfect. You just got to keep working at it, and it should turn It should turn around, you know? Eric, uh, Turk has kind of been on an upward trajectory. What have you seen from him as far as growth since he's been here and, and into this season? Man, I like his I like his work ethic. He's been he's been grinding since he got here. Um, he's a very coachable guy. Um, he's always listening, have his ears open to whatever type of information, whether it's from the coach or whether it's any of us in the D line. He's always welcome to try something new, try to improve any type of way. Growing up in Virginia Beach, did you get to many Washington games, or were you much of a fan growing up? No, crazy thing is, my mom was a Washington fan. I personally, I was a Steelers fan. Charlie Palomaro was the main reason why I stopped playing football. Hmm. Safe to say she's no longer a Washington fan. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing about the, uh, um, she kind of still is. My dad gives her, my dad would always get on her because of how Washington's football history was in the past. This year and past couple few years, they've been doing better and better. So my mom's been just talking back and forth with my dad a little bit. It's always a little funny. But yeah, never been a Washington fan. It's never been my thing. Always Steelers. Big deal, deal for mom. Is she gonna be there for the game? Oh, my mom, my parents, one thing about my parents, they always try to go to any game. 
that I'm playing in. Shoot, when I was in college, they drove 12 miles, 12 hours, sorry, to come to Tallahassee to watch me play. And then so this, now I'm in the league, they try to come to any game that's closer to Virginia. Cool. Okay, thanks, Derek. Thanks, Derek. Appreciate it, y'all.